Welcome to Autism Communication Toolkit. We are your host, Sherry Summers. And I'm Alicia McManaman. And we are two pediatric speech-language pathologists. We are here to help you cut through the misinformation to help you shift your thinking about what it truly takes to open the door to communication so that you can take charge and become your child's best communication partner and advocate. Today's episode is sponsored by Step-by-Step Academy, a six-month parent coaching program designed to help parents unlock their autistic toddler's communication. Schedule a free 20-minute consult with us, and you can email us at sherryandalicia at connect-speech.com. That's C-H-E-R-I-E-A-N-D-A-L-I-C-I-A at connect-speech.com. Or you can find us at our website, which is www.connect-speech.com. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. We are so glad that you are here today, and we are so excited about a milestone we have just reached. Yeah, we just celebrated one year of since our podcast began, and we haven't missed one. Yes, so proud of us. We almost have. Yeah. <laughs> we have done quite a few last minute on the Tuesday, like today. Like today. <laughs> right before it comes out. And I think one came out on a Wednesday. Oops. But overall, we have been here every week for a year. Yeah, honestly, it feels so amazing to think it's been a whole year. It's just so cool. And we do feel so incredibly grateful to be able to share this information with you week after week. And we're going to stay more committed than ever. Well, we have been committed, but we're going to continue to be committed because we want our message out there, right? Yes, we are more committed than ever because without you, this podcast really just cannot grow and reach others in the way it needs to. We've just realized realized that, we've learned that. So if you do listen, please take the time to write a review for us because this really is the way that Spotify, which is where we host our podcast, um, will show it to more people. And if you've been with us from the beginning, which some of you have, we also thank you because it truly means so much to us that you listen every week. So we are looking forward to another year of sharing information that you really won't hear anyplace else. Um, Not at this level, for sure. Yes, very exciting. We will continue to provide strategies to empower you to be the one that creates the most meaningful communication progress with your child. But we also have some great plans for guests on our show that will inspire and inform you. So stay with us this coming season. So today we are going to discuss a concept that we share about all of the time, but we don't have a podcast dedicated to it specifically until today. (laughs) Uh, It is a key pillar of our approach and we allude to it in many podcasts, but definitely it deserves a podcast all of its own. Yeah, it does. So it's a concept that we call the social driver. And this concept is what lies at the root of all the progress with our approach. So we wanted to make sure that we get a discussion all its own Um, and talk about how it fits into all the work that you are doing in our approach. The social driver is a name that we use to describe the internal driving force to connect and to communicate. It's the desire to communicate that drives all of the most meaningful and lasting progress in communication. And this is the piece that everyone skips over. 
All professionals know the importance of some kind of internal motivation. The most common term you will hear is joint attention or joint engagement. And this refers to a child being able to share an interaction with you in some way. Yeah, so this means that the child is tuned into the same object or, or activity that you are and that they are sharing that interaction with you enough uh, so that they can take in your language, they take in your actions, and then any modeling that you provide at the same time. And joint attention comes effortlessly and without work for a neurotypical toddler whose social driver is already innately intact. This is why so many of the communication strategies that you've been taught work easily when just a little pressure is removed for a neurotypical toddler. Every single professional knows, like we did when we worked for years with our autistic communicators, um, with strategies that don't work, right? And that, uh, that not one of these strategies increases or better yet, creates a child's desire to communicate. Yeah, these strategies, as we said, work when the social driver is already ignited. So very often for typically developing late talkers. And every professional knows this. They don't use the word social driver, but they know that for a child to truly progress naturally with communication, there must be that quote unquote joint attention piece. Every single piece of research <clears throat> evidence indicates that for successful communication um, progress to happen, there must be some level of joint attention and engagements. And so because of that, behavior specialists and early interventionists and even speech language pathologists, you know, we set about to get that elusive joint attention. Yeah, so they bring out all the toys, yet nothing, right? No tuning in. Maybe a light up or a musical toy grabs your child's attention, but they're definitely not wanting to share the interaction with that toy, right? Yeah. Or the professional may call your, their child's name over and over, or they figure out a reinforcer, so something your child really likes and they use that as a form of leverage. This is where all of the compliance strategies come from. There is no internal desire or drive to communicate, so even well-meaning professionals resort to external motivation, which is the prompting, pressure, and withholding an item until that child communicates for it in a very specific way. And so many of you may be using some of these compliance strategies still, and we get it. Some of our families who are most dedicated to our approach can slide back into these at times or you're trying all the strategies that your professionals recommend. You try them hour after hour, day after day, joining in play, sitting side by side, talking about what your child is doing, showing them a toy, calling their name, anything to get them to share the interaction with you in some way or share the interaction with you and the toy. You're desperately trying to find a way in. But if you have an autistic communicator, this is so, so, so hard. Why? Well, because autistic communicators who are not yet communicating with you in a meaningful way, who are not yet tuning into what you are doing and saying, they do not yet have that ignited social driver. And it's that understanding of the whole back and forth process that we talk about, right? Right. It's that understanding of the value, purpose, power, and joy of their own communication. But that understanding about their communication only comes after your child first understands the value, purpose, and joy of just tuning into you and interacting in the first place. And this is why you must go deeper than the common way that joint attention is addressed, like Sherry just described a few minutes ago. There is just no way that you can make someone want something no matter how much you try. And I know we 
all try. Parents yes. tell us how much they're trying. Yes. Um, so this is why you must ignite your, your child's social driver before you do anything else. And this is why it is the first pillar of our approach, because without igniting the social driver, without an internal drive or desire to connect and communicate, natural progress just cannot happen. You ignite the flame of their social driver and then you nurture that flame over and over and over to build that drive to connect and that desire to communicate. You ignite it by luring your child into the interaction by you bringing all of the fun in all of the ways that we teach. And so we do have podcast episodes on the tools that we use. Um, we also have one on songs. So definitely go and listen to those to find out the strategies that we're talking about that you want to use to ignite your child's social driver. But learning what lures your child into tuning into you and then getting them to attend over and over takes practice. Our families will tell you for sure, practice within the tiniest pieces of an interaction. And just getting them to tune in at all for even two seconds can feel really difficult as you start. And this is why it can feel so hard in the beginning. We like to use the campfire analogy. So I always picture a campfire where you use that flint. Uh, Alicia knows that my husband and I love the, the Survivor show, and it always comes down to some kind of fire challenge. And um, so it's that flint that, you know, Boy Scouts use, the old-fashioned way to start a fire. You scrape it and scrape it and scrape it against the rock. You try to light it over and over and over. It'll spark briefly, then it'll quickly go out. <laughs> or when you are trying to light a fire in the wind and your match keeps blowing out, oh, right? Yeah. So frustrating. So you light it again and you light it again, and then you get that fire lit, right? Woo, yay! Um, but then it quickly goes out, unless you protect it from the wind or add kindling. kindling. <laughs> and you must nurture that fire little by little to watch it grow, right? And if you have been camping at all, then you know that you nurture that fire all evening long as you sit there, adding more wood as needed to keep that fire burning. And this is how we see the social driver. Yeah, the social driver must be ignited, and it really starts with creating one tiny spark at a time. And then you nurture that spark over and over, little by little, until, you know, it becomes a flame. Most professionals teach and use strategies that either skip over igniting the internal desire to communicate, or even worse, they teach and use strategies that snuff out the flame altogether. And as you work more and more, our families will tell you, you see more and more sparks each time you work. You nurture them a bit more, and then you add on the other pillars of our approach. And the social driver is what you will continually nurture for years to come because the internal desire to communicate and the feeling that is worth it to communicate is what drives all progress going forward. And so where is the work of igniting the social driver? It always comes back to helping your child understand the value, purpose, power, and joy of interactions with others and of their own communication. So as you work, as you become, as we say, the clown or the cartoon version of yourself, um, you know, think of that spark and how hard it may feel to catch the fire in the wind. And then think of that fire when it's ignited and it catches because, you know, this is where the magic happens. 
You won't always have to be the cartoon character. Your interactions will evolve, but you will always be in some way nurturing that social driver. You ignite and nurture it so that your child will first tune in to you, then share interactions with you, then tune in to others, and then share interactions with others. Then they are tuned into others so they learn from others, and they are tuned into their environment so they interact with their environment, and that all started with the social driver. Once the fire catches, it spreads if you keep nurturing it. So once you light that spark and that social driver is ignited and that fire catches, there is no stopping all of the progress that's possible from there. The social driver is the key to all the possibility for your child in connection and communicating with others. And it must be ignited by you to grow into that flame that can change their future. So if you have any questions on this topic or on any of our episodes, please do not hesitate to reach out to us by email or you can DM us DM us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, you know, we really do love to answer questions and share what we can to help. Yeah, and if you're interested in finding out more about our coaching program, email us to schedule a free consultation with us by Zoom. As always, remember that true progress comes from the connection and communication opportunities that you create one tiny interaction at a time. And there is no one better than you to do it. Have a great week. If you liked this podcast episode, make sure to subscribe, like, and follow. Too few families have this information and it's important for them to hear it as early as possible. And to help us spread the word, please leave us a review and share on Instagram and tag us at our handle at Connect Speech when you do. Or check us out on our website at www.connect-speech.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.